0: Welcome to the Engrafted Word from the Lighthouse Chapel International line of Judah Cathedral, Cape Coast with Bishop Jake Godwill. This rich teaching will bring encouragement, hope, light into every darkness, healing, deliverance and salvation to the longing soul. Join Bishop Jake Godwill as he ministers the Engrafted Word of God which is able to save the soul. Hallelujah! And God has blessed us again with our bishop. Amen. He has been away at Dunkwa for a convention and also a pastor's conference. And the testimony has been great. Hallelujah. And this morning we are also blessed. Anytime he travels, he comes with another anointing. Amen. So we are blessed this morning to be here in the first service to receive this great man of God with this fresh anointing. I want us to be on our feet with Jesus' joy. Let's welcome our bishop, Bishop Jake Godwill. Hallelujah. Are you blessed to be here? All right, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. We appreciate your grace. We appreciate your mercies. We ask for the Holy Spirit. Dear Holy Spirit, we rely on you. We depend on you. Lead us. Teach us. Open the eyes of our hearts. Open the eyes of our understanding. Lead us along the paths of righteousness for your name's sake. We give you praise, dear Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, and you may be seated in heavenly places. Amen. Well, I appreciate the hymn choir once again. <clears throat> it's working, isn't it? Is working. Amen. And then appreciate the inspiration choir also. Hallelujah. All right. Now, um, I believe some important announcements have been made, especially the upcoming programs. Um, Remind me. at the close of the service to remind you again about them, all right? But the crusade, um, the UCC crusade is coming up and um, we are honored to have the international evangelists coming to minister. All right. So, uh, even though it's a campus thing, I want us to get involved, alright, I want us to get involved and um, there are, we are recruiting um, people who can help with ushering people who can help with ushering, we need many more people to help with ushering we are also recruiting people to help with counseling alright and then with a the choir already our whole choir is going so hymn choir, you can join but you, you they may some of you don't look like students so but at least inspiration choir I believe you are part of it. Now we need we need ashes especially we need ashes who will help to usher and then counselors. Now the counselors the advantage will be that especially for this service I need people who will become counselors so that um, the converts that you speak to you will invite them to church amen. amen and when you are invited them to church which service are you going to invite them to pardon to inspiration isn't it all right so I'm going to need I need about 20 counselors from this service Alright, so at the end of my preaching, please remind me, um, I I need 20 of you to volunteer to become counselors. Amen. And then I also need um, some good number of gentlemen who will become ashes and join the ashes uh, ministry. Hallelujah. And then also our upcoming concert on the 4th of March. It's also happening. Amen. Um, and then the last announcement is we have a, a camp coming up. All right. We have a, a I'll call it a, a mini camp, but it's a camp. All right. Fourth of March, the camp starts on the fifth of March. Fifth March, Sunday. So Sunday afternoon, we leave for the camp. Sixth March is a holiday. Is it not a holiday? It's a holiday. is it not a holiday? It's a holiday. All right. So um, I know it's not a holiday for everybody. Um, Nurses, some workplaces you will be working, but you can always make a way where there seems to be no way. Okay? So we need 5th March, 6th March, and then ask permission for 7th of March, which is a Tuesday. Because we're going far away. A camp means we go away and we spend time in the presence of the Lord. So we are going to our um, Mampong campus, the Bible school, all the way. Hallelujah. We are going to the... um, Our bishop has built a very beautiful campus A very beautiful serene atmosphere and um, you can't believe it but it's the highest international quality and also a beautiful prayer gardens it is called hundred percent answered prayer garden every prayer you pray there you are going to receive 100% answers how many would like to pray there yeah so we are going to go there, spend Sunday evening, Monday the holiday, and then um, actually we'll close Tuesday um, by noon, and then we will, we will be driving back, all right? So um, it's a come for all Christians who want to do something extra for the Lord, want to do, go an extra mile, serve the Lord in, in, in an extra way please if you are not a Christian don't come maybe you, you, are, you are a Buddhist or you are something uh, this is not a camp for you there is another camp that we organize specially for such people you are, you are not a Christian you are something else that one you can come but this one Christians number two people who are interested in doing something for the Lord okay and I believe that there are many people here like that am I right or I'm wrong are there people in this service like that? Yeah. Give me a wave if you are somebody who wants, wow. So, ladies and gentlemen, the camp, um, so start writing your name and then um, you, you start preparing some money. The final, I'm waiting for them to tell us the final fee because of the transportation and everything. So, else I would have told you the fee, but I don't have, I don't have how much you have to pay. All right. But prepare. Prepare anything up to a 100 Ghana cities to that effect. All right? I don't know why you're quiet. Uh-huh. Okay? But don't let that discourage you, because we are trying to also let some people help extra to be down the cost. Do you understand? Yeah. So at the end of the service. Um, they will show us which people will register. We are registering from now. Everybody say from now. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Okay. So, I believe that God is going to do mighty, mighty works in our lives. Now, we've been sharing on greatness. This is our year of greatness. Is it your year of greatness too? How many truly believe that God is going to make you great? All right. Now, It is not, um, thank you, Holy Spirit, we pray that you will continue with us in a powerful way. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let me say that. um, When we say our year of greatness, it is not that you and I are trying to be great, okay? You and I are forcing ourselves to become great, maybe against the will of God or against God's plan. No, 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 no. But it's, it, is, it is the opposite. Scriptures reveal that time God has approached man, He is trying to bring him out of wherever He is and rather make him great. Amen So when we say our year of greatness, it is almost like saying our year of aligning with God's plan with God's purpose, in making us great. Everybody say aligning. Say aligning myself with God's plan, with God's purpose in making me great. Hallelujah. So it is God's idea and it is God's plan to make us great. But often our plans degrade us. (laughs) Please, it is my own manufactured English this morning. Say degrade. Huh? Yeah. So, that God wants to make us great. Look at the prodigal son. God had given him a father, given him an environment, given him all opportunities to make him great and greater. But he took decisions that made him ungrate. You will never make yourself ungrate. It's also another word I've coined. You will never make yourself less greater than how God wants you to be. May you only become greater and greater. Amen. Amen. So last week we looked at, uh, we're studying the greatness of Isaac. Do you remember? And we went through all the points, isn't it? Now today I'm sharing with you greatness through the mystery of shepherding. Greatness through the mystery of shepherding. Wow, say with me the mystery of shepherding. Hey, uh, are you in church? Yes. All right, I said, Say with me the mystery of shepherding. Mystery of shepherding. Say it like you mean it. Of Hallelujah! Yeah, the mystery of shepherding. Now, I left it that way because it's a two way thing, but today I'm going to talk more about the greatness. Uh, greatness through the mystery of being shepherded alright however the the other way is also so shepherding either you are the one shepherding or you are being shepherded both work alright both make you great but this morning I'm I'm going to talk more about the mystery of being shepherded greatness through the mystery of being shepherded alright are you ready are you sure you're ready I can't feel you. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Now, Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13. Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13. We, we have to be quick. And by... All right. Let's all read together. Hosea 12 and 13. Ready? Let's go. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he was he preserved. Amen. Now, you see two things happening here. God bringing out and God preserving. See, bringing out and preserving. All right? In other words, it is a deliverance and then a preservation. Okay? There's a shrill... Francis, there's a shrill ending of the voice. Deal with it. So God reaches out to bring Israel out of Egypt. What was Egypt? Egypt meant bondage. Egypt meant suffering. Egypt meant um, suffering, difficulties. They had hard taskmasters. They were not free. They were under a very wicked rule and they were slaves. Egypt meant slavery. And God's plan was to bring them out of slavery, all right, and to bring them to ownership. He said, and I will give you, I'm taking you to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. And there will be no scarceness of bread. Do you understand? Yeah. So God was bringing them out of Egypt, out of bondage, slavery, suffering, into a blessing, into greatness. I thought I would hear an amen. Amen. And this was a picture of what God was going to do through the Lord Jesus Christ. Egypt was a type of the world, being in the world, not being in Christ, not knowing God. Pharaoh was a type of Satan, ruling people, God's people. People were meant to be God's children. And Moses was a type of the savior coming to deliver us from the tyranny of Satan and preserving us and bringing us into the greatness that God has planned for us. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So the story, God's plan has always been the same. God called Abram come out of wherever and I will show you the land where I'm taking it. and I'm going to make you great and I'm going to make your name great I will bless you and make you great he spoke to Isaac God made him great Jacob God made him great and it is the story throughout scripture God brings us out in order to bring us into greatness <clears throat> hallelujah Now, but how does he do it? Look at how he delivered Egypt or Israel out of Egypt. God gave a man, Moses, a prophet to lead them, not just to bring them out. Because when they came out of Egypt, they were now going to confront several difficulties. The first difficulty was, here was the Red Sea and here were their enemies pursuing them. How were they going to now cross the rescue or escape? By the same prophet that God used to deliver them. God was going to lead them to conquer, to cross over impediments, difficulties until they step into the land of greatness. Hallelujah. (laughs) And Moses kept them like a shepherd. Watched over them like a shepherd prayed for them, interceded for them, spoke to them the word of God, taught them the word of God, blasted them when they needed to be blasted, rebuked them when they needed to be rebuked. Do you get it? Brought the loss of God to them. When Moses was busy waiting on the Lord, receiving and downloading heavily information, one of his assistant pastors had been pressurized by the people to become... A fetish priest. And to make an idol for the people to now enter into idol worship. Mixed with fornications and adulteries and everything. And God had to abort the agenda meeting with, with Moses. and said, Moses, stop writing. Go down quickly. There's trouble in the camp. And when Moses came, holding two iPads. Because they are tablets. (laughs) He crushed the tablets. He crushed the screens. Yeah. No, iPad, not Samsung. Real iPad. He crushed them. Because of what he saw. And the judgment of God fell. And still Moses had to take care of them. And gradually, gradually, gradually lead them, preserve them, and take them into the promised land, which he himself couldn't even enter, because of the same problems that he experienced through the people, alright? But I want you to understand, and that's what I'm calling the mystery of shepherding, that God always provides a shepherd to lead you and to lead us from wherever into greatness. Hallelujah. Now, Look at, I'm going to show you a powerful scripture. So I hope you've got that picture in your mind. Say by a prophet or by a shepherd. All right. He brought Israel out and he preserved them. Now, let me give you another scripture. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 35. Okay. Now, look at what the Bible says. Jesus went about all cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Everybody say great revival. Say powerful revival. All over the city, all over the villages, everywhere. Great, great, great revival. All right? Now look at the next thing the Bible says. Verse 36. But when he saw the multitudes, what happened to him? He was moved with what? Compassion, why? Because Because they fainted and were scattered abroad like what? as sheep having no shepherd. Amen. as sheep having no shepherd. A sheep having no shepherd. A sheep having no shepherd. Say no shepherd. shepherd. In other words, the Bible is saying that without the presence and the work of the shepherd over people, the people become scattered. They faint. They are scattered abroad and they faint. They faint. They become faint. They they become distressed. They become wahai, hmm, What watobaro. Any more words? No hope. Maybe some of and my cat. No hope. No hope. Huh? What about Akoto Bonsa? Hey, you. When did you become a fancy professor? Akoto Bonsa. I've never heard it before since I was born. Yeah. Anyway. So without a shepherd, Akoto Bonsa summarization. Eh? And then what else? Baha'arization, wahalarization, all the, the adjectives that you can and the nouns that you can uh, supply, all of them, without a shepherd, without a shepherd, without a shepherd. And what was the next thing Jesus said? He said, the harvest truly is plentiful, plenteous, but the laborers are few. Now, verse 38, pray ye the Lord of the harvest, That he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Say laborers. Now, what kind of laborers do you think he was asking for? What kind of laborers? Shepherds. Shepherds. Because the people were like sheep without a shepherd. And so immediately, pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he said, you see, shepherds are mysterious. Shepherds, the work of a shepherd is a mysterious work. They are like mothers. Hallelujah. You see, my mom, my mom, all of you whose mothers are alive, cherish your mothers. All right? Cherish your mothers. Okay? Because mothers are, mothers are special. Yeah. And good mothers are very special. Because some mothers, some mothers too, they are something else. God have mercy. All right? So mothers are, are, are mysterious. Their, their, their effect is, you, you can't really... You can't just mention one, two, three, then you are finished. No, 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 no. It is an all-encompassing kind of... You see, my mom was... um, She was teaching when we were growing up. She was a teacher in the secondary school. So my father would be in the office from early morning till late in the night. Even when he's coming home, he carries files home to come and continue working. So we spend more time with, with, with my mom. We spend a lot of time with our mother, far more than. And my mom will be talking to us. She'll be singing songs to us. We learned all the songs of uh, Women's Fellowship, Methodist Women's Fellowship. We learnt all the, the uh, women's fellowship songs as children. She would tell us, oh, they went for a conference, this happened. I mean, as little as we were, she would just converse with us, the conference, what happened, this happened, that happened, you see. And the song they learnt, including uh, girls songs. Uh, uh, sometimes they say, oh, somebody, some people came from the north, the northern delegates, they taught the whole Um, whatever a song and then she'll teach us the song. Yeah. So I I know I know songs some are even coming to my mind. But she'll teach us songs, she'll chat with us, she'll talk with us. Oh, a lot. We ask a lot of questions. So what about this? So this that 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 do you see? And so her her effect on us and also guidance. So in the midst of it she tells us things not to do, things to do, things not to do Do you understand helping with homework, uh, waking up, dressing, how to iron your clothes, how to wash, how to iron our clothes, iron our uniform, how to starch it, how to sweep. My mom taught me to sweep, how to hold the broom. Yeah, how not to hold the broom. And depending on where you are, if you are sweeping outside, do you see if you are sweeping outside and if you are sweeping inside the room? how to hold and which brooms to use. Oh, I'm a specialist in... Yeah. Sometimes I want to see some of you ladies sweeping. I just stand there and say, I will learn to go. I will learn to go. I will you to go. I will learn to go. I will learn to ye Bogos sweeping. Some of you, by the time you finish sometimes I see it, I see it. So I'll be walking here, I, I see the broomsticks, broomsticks all over here. I say, oh, look at some people who claim they have swept. And you say, but how do I know all this? Through a mother. Hallelujah. Amen. She taught us how to grind tomatoes on the stone. Not Those days there was no blender. Wow. When blender came, it was like, a miracle had appeared. Yeah. How to grind? To the, the, the tomatoes will be dodging you. Then the, pew, then the whole thing in your dress. Yeah. We were, we were all boys. Our sister came later. She was our last born. When she came, we, were all, we had, we had shared in the system. Yeah. We knew how to cook. Oh, my mother taught us to cook. All oh, market. I can enter the market and buy... Buy everything that I need to buy. From fish to in toast to jende to in to bibia, Including Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> I can make Kobe stew for you. You, you. You'll you be surprised. You'll be surprised. With boiled yam. Uh. Am I talking? Mm. When I've come to change you are just telling us about your mother, about your mother. I will tell you! If you don't like it, the door that you came by, just walk through the door and wait for us outside. I'm talking about the mystery of shepherding. You, you can't, you can't. You so, so, what if I'm talking about my mother, that if, if I'm to give a shot, how will I even finish her effect in my life? That is a shepherd. My mom also taught her spiritual how to pray. How to pray. She, she herself was a prayer woman. You see her kneeling down by her bed every night, praying, singing hymns. Going to church. Practically leading us also to do the same things. Am I talking to anybody? God always brings you out from somewhere through a shepherd and preserves you. Now, I'm going to show you a story. Look at First Samuel chapter 22. 1 Samuel chapter 22, hmm? and from verse 1, verses 1 to 2. Now, the Bible says, David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house had it, they went down thither to him. Okay? Now, remember, David was being chased by King Saul all over, isn't it? All right? Okay being chased all around, okay? So here, um, his brethren came to to him. All right, now, go to verse 2. Verse 2 is the main verse I want you to see. Verse 2. And everyone that was in distress, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him, and he became a captain over them. And there were with him about four hundred men. I am say we know namun tiya papa me pacho na umami e yino uo ERV ho ERV UNIBI then a uo NASB I know NLT yanchoe and know senior sendia <laughs> then others began coming. Others began coming. Say others began coming. Men who were in trouble or in debt or who were just discontented until David was a captain of about 400 men. I think NLTV sees it in a milder way. Let me read. Um, let me read. Which one is it? Uh-huh. Many people joined David. They were men who were in some kind of trouble, men who owed a lot of money, men who were just not satisfied with life. All kinds of people joined David, and he became their leader. He had about 400 men. Okay, now just look at it. David running away, escaping for his own dear life. Now, somehow, begins to attract some kind of people. Now, who are the people who gathered around him? Kubolo guys. Ozekawaha. Rent. Untuminche. Eh? He owes rent. He owes the Kose seller. He has bought Hausa Cocoa and Kose for the past three months. He has not paid. Yeah, he owes rent, he owes school fees, uh, engagement, prepaid, he is owing prepaid. People in all kinds of troubles, people who, were, who, were, who had given up in life, no hopes, losers in life. These were the kind of people that gathered around David. 400 of them. 400 of them. Some of them wanted to commit suicide. Some of them maybe were thieves, wicked people, bad guys, the losers in life. These are the people who came to David. Am I talking to anybody? But what happened to these guys? Let me show you one of them. You see, a lot of things happened. Saul, King Saul, went to a city called Nob, where Priest, a lot of priests and Levi's stayed. He went to kill everybody there because David had been to one of the churches and the priest had prayed for him. So when King Saul had, he went and killed everybody. Now one of the shepherds called Ahimelech, he ran away and went to tell David that this is what had happened. Everybody had been killed. His father, his brother, everybody had been killed. Look at what David told him. Are you still here? In verse 23. but Let's start from verse 20. 20 down. And one of the sons of Ahimelech, the son of Ahitub, named Abiathar, escaped and fled after David. Uh-huh. Continue. And Abiathar showed David that Saul had slain the lost priests. Amen. Then verse 22. And David said to, unto Abiathar, I knew it that day when Doek the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, and I have occasioned the death of all the persons of thy fathers. You see, when David was just about leaving the temple, this guy called Doek the Edomite, he, he came around. So he saw David, he saw that the priest had given him bread, given him um, Goliath's sword. And all that. And he knew that this guy. He would go and tell Saul. And he was the one who told Saul. And Saul came and killed all the people. So David was feeling bad. That because of him. Abiathar's people had all been killed. Abiathar was the guy who ran away. Now look at the next verse. Verse 23. And David said unto Abiathar. Abide with me. Fear not, for he that seeketh my life seeketh thy life, but with me thou shalt be in safeguard. I don't know whether you understand this. Give, give me an ASB or NLT. Hmm? Look at what it is. Stay with me, do not be afraid. For he who seeks my life seeks your life, for you are safe with me. Look look at David speaking, all right? David speaking that, hey, you know, you are in a lot of trouble. They are chasing you, about to kill you, but stay with me. <laughs> Abide with me, because the same trouble, the one who is seeking my life is the one also seeking your life. The one who is seeking your life is also seeking my life. What is trying to kill me is what is also trying to kill you. However, 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 if you will stay with me, you will have safety. Amen. Listen, shepherds are not are not they don't have diplomatic immunity from problems. No, 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 no. They don't have the diplomatic immunity from sicknesses, diseases, marital problems, marital challenges, whatever, anything or a uh, broken heart or broken pocket. Yeah. The same problems that are attacking you are the problems that are attacking me. Any problem that you, you will ever have, either I have it or I've had it before. I'm telling you. You think about it. But he said that, stay with me. You are safer with me than trying to solve your own problem. Stay with me. Abide with me. Abide here with me. Abide. Abide. Stay here. Fear not. Stay here. God has given me a setting, even though what is trying to kill me is what is trying to kill you. God has given me a setting grace to survive. And that grace to survive will cover you, will help you and will protect you. You are safer here than out there. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, this is not even the end. Jump over quickly to Second Samuel. 2 Samuel chapter 23. Second Samuel 23. We are, we are in 1 Samuel 22. Now we are jumping to Second Samuel 23. And go from verse 8. Verse 8. Wow. Give me some strings on the keyboard, brother. Now, now, now. I want all of us to read verse 8. Read it out loud. Ready, go. These be the names of the mighty man whom David had. Stop right there. Stop right there. It's only because of time. Else I would have read scripture after scripture after scripture to show you where the Bible says and David and his men. And David and his men, and David and his men. Who were those men? Those 400 broken hearted people, desperate people, people who owed money, people who were lost, people who were. What's the how? All those people. After several chapters of staying around David as a shepherd, the Bible says David became a captain over them or became a shepherd over them. After several chapters of life and in life, staying under the care of the shepherd, now the Bible says, these be the names of the mighty men whom David had. I see somebody becoming a mighty man. I see somebody becoming a mighty woman. Hallelujah. David as a shepherd, he was not only a shepherd of sheep and goats, he became a shepherd of these 400 guys who were not they were not angels, they were bad guys, rough guys, raw guys. I mean, people who owed money some some basa type of guys. Uncontrollable guys in the society. But when they came under the control and the care of a shepherd, wow, David began to teach them. He began to teach them things. He began to show them what to do, what not to do. David was hiding in a cave when suddenly King Saul, King Saul was looking for David to kill him. All. Saul had about a thousand soldiers looking for David to kill him. And then he entered the cave. No, okay, Jananan, okay, etasa, and Ask the person by you. In those days, there were no WCs, so the king had to enter a cave. The guards were standing outside because you can't be there when the king is downloading. Yeah. Charlie not knowing that Inside the cave were David and his men They were hiding inside the cave As the king was squatting Over there Downloading into the ground Then His men said The Lord has delivered your enemy into your hands Kill him now Kill him now David said Shh, You don't touch God's anointed. These guys were Medroth guys. They were used to killing. Enemy, we kill you. Enemy, we finish you. And here the enemy had been delivered into their hands, coolly. I mean, it's like they were hiding there before they realized. The main man who has been seeking, chasing them. Can you imagine when Saddam Hussein, they were looking for Saddam Hussein, and then as the American soldiers will be there and all then they see Saddam Hussein had come. <coughs> He's coming to hide in a hey. yeah. But David taught them, said no, don't kill a king. Never touch the Lord's anointed. Never. Never and the people put down their swords. And they learned to respect God's anointed. King Saul finished whatever he was doing and got up. David cut only a small portion of his dress. And even that, he said, his heart smote him that he had touched the Lord's anointing. Am I talking to anybody? <laughs> now, through many of such things, these wild guys became tamed, they became organized, they became they changed. Until they were now being described as David and his mighty man. Mighty. Everybody say mighty. Say mighty. Say mighty, 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 mighty. Hallelujah. Then begins to describe all the mighty things that they did. Yeah. And all, how, how come David had taught them? David had trained them. Some of them became great warriors great warriors and the list is all there you can, you can when you go home go and read it hallelujah but this morning I just want you to see the powerful mysterious effect of a shepherd amen and I'm saying this to make a point that God has brought you here to be shepherded and if you will stay and flow with a shepherd, and under the care of your shepherd, you will only turn out to be great. You will only turn out to become mighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you make yourself a sheep in the church, you will become great. You will learn so many things, and your life will turn out to become a great person. Hallelujah. Look at Psalm 23 quickly as we go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I was telling you the other day, you see, when, when you really become a true sheep and make God your shepherd, you will come out of a lot of wantings. You see, these were guys who were wanting. You remember, you remember the description? The old money, the whatever, but here, they are mighty men. Mighty, great, great, great people. God will bring you out of your wantings. Yeah. To the point where you will say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Why? Because God has been able to bring you out of all the confusion and whatever to a place where you have learned many things. Give the Lord a shout of praise. A shout of praise. But notice, notice, notice this. It doesn't just happen. Notice this. Look at what the psalmist summarized. The effect or the work of the shepherd in his life number one, he said, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Your shepherd, as you stay in this church, I should be able to make you do some things. To make you do some, I'm happy when I stood here and I said, hymn square. And I said, this is your leader. Join, 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 join. Many of you have joined. And you you have been made to to be part of the hymn square. God is making you great. I told some of you, join this one. Some of you joined. But some of you, I say, join. You just folded your arms and you are watching us. Yeah. I've not been able to make you lie down or rise up or move left or move right. You are still who you are. Yeah, I will smile with you in the church. I will shake your hand. I will smile with you. But you see, I am unable to make you. When your shepherd is unable to make you change your plan, change your mind and do new things, chale, you are not changing, no. Mm-hmm. You are as you were. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He leadeth me beside the still waters. So what, what is your shepherd able to lead you beside? Beside what? Are you being led? Practically being led anywhere? Are you following your shepherd anywhere? Even as I've come, I said, "Oh, we need some people. We need some shepherds. Uh, we need some counselors. We need some ashes." Um, some people will volunteer that I want to be an usher. Some people will say, "Huh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear the announcements." Yeah. Some people never. They never join in. They never. They never. They never hear. Any. They, they are never led. They are unleadable. Huh. Ask your neighbor, are you the one making the pastor talk the way he's talking? Are you is it you or who is it you or is it me? And the person say, Please, I need an answer. Is it you or it is me? Say it is you or it is me. Huh? Quickly. Next one. Next one. He restoreth my soul. Ah, restoration comes when you follow your shepherd. Restoration. Everybody say restoration. All right, time will not allow me to go through all that. He leded me in the paths of righteousness. There are paths of righteousness instead of paths of sin. So there are some things I should be able to lead you. You used to you used to you used to walk in certain paths of unrighteousness. Your shepherd should be able to lead you away from those paths of unrighteousness. Now this is the way. This is the way. This is the righteous path to walk in. This is the righteous path to walk in. Amen. What, what are you doing hanging around with that lady who is not your wife, who is not, you are not married to that person. Look at what you are doing, sleeping together, drinking all around with friends. Come on, what kind of Christian are you? Come on, everybody say, come on. The word should be able to change you to move and to be able to be led on the path of righteousness. That means you are changing. Something is changing about you. You used to be a killer. You used to be an abortionist. Hey! You go and collect pregnancy. Then you abort. When you finish, you go and collect another one. But then, it is unrighteousness. It's unrighteousness. You, the word should be able to make you, you are being led part of righteousness. Hallelujah! Next one, next one, next one. Yet yeah, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of the earth? I fear no evil because thou art with me, the rod and the staff, the comforting ministry of the shepherd when you are going through dark times and dark days. is your shepherd you? Some of you, when you are going through trouble, we don't even know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The same way also when you are celebrating your birthday cry, we don't know we have to check the computer and the computer will tell us that, oh, asumo it's your birthday. But you saw me physically walking. You thought, oh, Bishop, next, uh, next Wednesday is my... And some people do. Bishop, oh, Thursday is my birthday. Oh, please pray for me now. Thursday is my birthday. Pray for me now. I said, Father! But some of you, on the day, not, TV, not that you don't... I, I, don't know, I don't know the Bishop's number. Shame on you. Shame on you. In fact, triple shame. In fact, double, double shame. Yeah, shame squared on you. Yeah, your area minister who nobody even knows you. That you say, oh, please pray for me. It's my whatever. Pray for me. How much more when you are in trouble? Sheep, they really connect with their shepherd. True sheep, they connect. They depend on their shepherd. Am I talking? just change. Don't, don't criticize me. I, I don't know anybody. I'm not preaching this way because of any. If if I know you, I, I'm not afraid of you. I, I've been point I say, you stand up. You this, that, that that I will tell you. If you come to my mind, that's what I'm preaching, nobody comes. But I know I'm preaching generously. But if I know anybody here, it was your baby. I will tell you, you stand up. If I know you, you are fornicating. I can say you, stand up. (laughs) But I don't know you. That's why I'm not saying anybody should stand up. All right? Next, verse 5. As we close. Thou preparest a table. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. And now, verse 6. Surely. Everybody say surely. Goodness and mercy. Ah, they shall follow me. How many days? the goodness and the message come when you have made yourself a sheep and the shepherd has been able to affect your life affect your life affect your life with all the different things we have spoken about hallelujah and what was the end result of the goodness and mercy and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever <laughs> hallelujah People who are unable to dwell in the house of the Lord often is because they have not followed the shepherd. They have not been guided by the shepherd. They have, been, they have not been anointed by the shepherd. They have not allowed themselves to be shepherded. Yeah. May you allow yourself to be shepherded. Amen. I remember when I was in um, Nigeria. Um, I went to greet a pastor. I introduced myself. I think he, he had known me by then. Then he asked me, he said ah, so for how, how many years have you been in Lighthouse?" And I said, "Oh, since 1989." And he said, "Wow, that's a long time." And I was wondering, why is it a long time? that I remember that ah, I was in Nigeria because over there somebody can be with you for a short time next moment you say God has spoken to me to start my own ministry not only over there in many places yeah people don't abide for too long but some places it's more common yeah so common five years I served here for five years and the Lord told me to move on. As if when you are in the same place, you are not moving on. That's how people talk. God asks me to move on. As if when you are, when you are abiding under the same shepherd, as if that one you are retrogressing. I have moved on. I have been moving on and on and on and on in my life. Oh. I've been moving on again. Oh, by the grace of God, as I've been under... I, I thank God I'm, I'm, I'm under one of the best shepherds. I'm under one of the best shepherds you can ever have. Yeah. My shepherd is called Bishop Daggy Mills. He has pasted me ever since. When, when I, I wasn't married, I introduced, I said, I said, pastor. Then he was pastor. I said, pastor, this is the young lady that I've met. Her name is Kezia. I introduced her to him, Legon by, by the cafeteria, near where they sell Keliwili. I introduced her. Yeah. In the night, one evening. And ever since, they counseled us how to marry. He counseled us, he showed us. Talked about all the aspects of, including sexy marriage. Yeah. He taught me how to have sex. Oh, msa na wae komo aha. Ono na wa chireme. Me menne me ya. Menne me ya. Wa bie bie boko na wa chireme. Na maswa de no so wakasankasankasa. Missing a Mayadine, Masuan Adeno, Namayan and Kakra Kakra, I will yes to demo. Would Tiam Namun Kashi, Amen. Sorry, now when I saw Nayam I see you becoming great and mighty as you plant yourself in the church properly, as you follow shepherding instructions shepherding guidance, shepherding whatever. As you say, look, we are going for a camp. Charlie, don't be there. Add yourself, make yourself available, make yourself malleable, make yourself guidable, make yourself leadable into all these things. Lift your hands, everybody. Thank you, Father. If you can use anything, Lord, you You can can use me. me. If, you, if can you can use, use anything, anything, Lord, you can use me. Take, take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch, touch my heart, Lord, speak, Lord, speak through me. me. If, if you, you can, can use, use anything, anything, Lord, you can use me. Use me. Lift your hand, Father, have your way in our lives. We pray, O oh God, that we'll be vessels yielded. Yield it yielded it to your purpose. Yes. I wanna be more like you. Jesus I wanna be more like I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel you went through. I wanna be more like you. Jesus. Jesus, I wanna be more like You. Jesus, I wanna be more like I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel You work through. I wanna be more. I want to be a vessel you went through. I want to be more like you. Father, I pray for everyone here, O God. May we be true sheep, guided and led by the shepherd, O God, into greatness. Just as you turned these 400 men and you you made them become mighty men. So Lord caused her to become mighty men and women great men and women. Yes. In the name of Jesus Amen. Christ of Nazareth. Lord, as you shepherd us, Lord, yes. through the shepherds and the pastors you have given unto us, O God, yes. that will turn out to be great men and women, oh Father. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise yes. that you are bringing us out, Lord. Yes. You are bringing us out from somewhere yes. to bring us into greatness, Jesus. into blessing, into prosperity, Jesus. into your will and to Jesus. your way. We thank you for your power that changes and transforms our life. Yes. As we stay under your word, as we stay in the church, yes. as we obey your word, yes. as we obey the instructions of yes. our shepherds. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, yes. may our lives turn out. Yes. May we turn out to be great. Yes. May we turn out to be mighty people. Yes. May we turn out, of oh God. May we turn out well. May we, may we be transformed Amen. from desperate people into people who want no more. May we change your oh God yes. from people who were who were destroyed and broken in life into people who are satisfied and filled with the Holy Spirit and with the greatness of God. We thank you, Lord, for your power working in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and everybody shouted amen. With every head bowed and every eye closed. If you are here tonight, Uh, this morning and you don't know Jesus as your savior you want to say pastor pray for me I want to give my heart to Jesus I want to give my heart I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell if I should die pastor pray for me lift up your hand if you are here like that I want to pray with you lift up your hand I want to pray with you I want to pray with you father thank you for everyone here this morning in Jesus name and everyone shouted "Amen." amen We believe you have been greatly blessed through this message. For prayer, counseling or meeting with Bishop Jake, please call or text plus 233-263-090-000. That's plus 233-263-090-000. Till we come your way again, remain blessed.